Hey, 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 guys, this is Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope. Now let's do it. Let's get to it. It is April, guys. April the 2nd. What, what? It happens to be Weaster. Weaster? <laughs> I'm not going to stop and redo that. It happens to be Easter weekend, which is one of my favorite um, non-federal holidays, but a holiday for us that are Christians that celebrate this uh beautiful occasion of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ dying on the cross and being resurrected on the third day, which is Sunday. So happy Easter to all those who celebrate it and to those who don't. I hope you're having a beautiful, beautiful Friday and that you have been doing well in almost a month that I have been on a break. I have been, wow, it's been almost a full full month. I was actually going to wait till it was a full month, but I decided, hey, it's Easter weekend. It's a beautiful weekend. It's a beautiful day. And well, I missed you guys. I missed you. I hope you guys have missed me just as much. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm not going to do very much on this first episode because I have a friend visiting me from out of town and I haven't seen him in a couple of years. He got his vaccination and he really wanted to see me since I've been better. You know, um, the shingles are almost completely gone. Praise the Lord. And uh, seriously, guys, praise the Lord. The shingles are almost completely on. Still dealing with a little bit of lingering, if you will, nerve pain. But other than that, not too bad. Uh, as far as the chemotherapy treatments, side effects, well, you know, it is chemo, as I will always say. So there's always those darn chemo side effects. Uh, however, that said, uh, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing well, guys. I'm doing well. My mouth, obviously, doesn't, doesn't sound probably too bad. I say obviously to myself rather. But I still have like, gosh, the other day I tried to eat, I ate lasagna. Thank God it was a small portion. Not good. Niche good. No one no, um, because of the red sauce that was in, in it. And it just uh, was not good for my mouth. Anywho, um, fun, 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 fun thing here is that my friend who hasn't seen me in a couple of years, well, he's, he had my last address, which was when I was living with my brother on the other side of the city. So now he's about 15, 20 minutes, uh, running behind, but, uh, that's okay. That's why I was like, you know what? Let me, let me get this, uh, get this, uh, season six, episode one out of the way. Yes. Yes. Season six guys, season six, um, when I was in the military, we used to like have this one, one, we'll be having some fun, two, two, something, 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 and let me see, six, six, gonna get our kicks, I'm not too sure, but yeah, let's get our kicks in season six, guys. Um, thank you for tuning in, thank you, thank you, merci beaucoup, gracias, shukran, mahalo, grazi, thank you, thank y'all uh, for tuning in. Things have been crazy, guys. Like it's April, which is crazy in itself that it's we're four months into the new, you know, new year, and it's it just feels like it's going by so fast. And so much has been going on, so much that I decided that what I'm going to try to do is dedicate like a certain day to talk politics instead of doing politics with other things that I want to talk about. So tomorrow, manana. So I'm giving you fair warning, disclaimer. Tomorrow I'm going to talk about some politicking. I was going to do like another podcast and just be all about politicking. You know, let's get into politicking, um, which is actual true word of vocabulary that does exist. Look it up, politicking. But it's, let's get into politics. Um, but then I decided, well, you know what? 
why create a new podcast when I can just do it online? Because this is um, my podcast is about everything, you know, from health to politics to just daily life, talking about cancer, all of that stuff, talking about things that happen to me on the regular. Um, just made that up. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I think like I dedicate twenty minutes to politics or some story that I read, uh, whatever, and try to kind of hone in on one thing in particular instead of being all over the board that said i kind of make a promise i cannot say that 100 percent that i won't see something else that has nothing to do with the subject at hand or for some reason is connected with what i'm talking about because i'm hope and i'm all over the board and my brain just works that way so um no promises but i'll do my best to stick with the one subject or two subjects and try not to talk about seven subjects all in one episode so moving on welcome to season six welcome to season six episode one and um as you can tell in my voice that i'm a bit cheerful and i'm gonna let you know why number one i woke up today very very good reason to be cheerful i got out of the bed so i got up i woke up i got out of the bed with nobody helping me i went to the bathroom with nobody helping me i'm eating with nobody helping me i'm walking and talking and moving and chucking and jabbing and all that stuff independent and i'm very happy to be that way because not all of us are and that's not a bad thing when people need help, but I'm very fortunate that I'm still at the position where I'm doing well. I'm eating, even though my mouth doesn't let me eat too much, I'm still eating. I'm not losing weight, considering that I'm going through chemo treatment and cancer for the third time. Because there are a lot of women out there that aren't going to say the same thing because they're one of the ladies that I have connected with online. Very sad because she, um, she just the chemo's not working on her it's not doing its thing it's just not helping her and the doctors said you know really kind of like no more we can't really do anymore so her family has made the decision to uh, put her in hospice or she's made the decision to go into hospice it, it is important to say it that way nobody's putting her anywhere she's choosing this um and she's uh either she's telling us that she's going into hospice for five days or she's going into hospice and doesn't want people to know that it's getting towards the end because she doesn't want people to worry and be sad. She's just that kind of person. She's always smiling, you, you know, all throughout her journey. You would never know she's going through a lot of the things that she's gone through that she just doesn't talk about, which is which is good because, holy cow, if I told everybody every single thing that I'm going through, they'd feel like really sad for me. And I don't want people to feel sad for me or feel sorry for me. So I get it. So this woman is only 56 years old. But she's had such a beautiful life. And I will say, I mean, she's got kids. She's got grandkids. I mean, she is, she's, she's very grateful for all that she's had thus far. But she's still really young. And that, that makes me sad, guys. So if you can remember a person, if you're a person who prays, remember a woman named Kim or Kimmy in your prayers. Because just because she's going in a hospital doesn't mean, does not mean that it's the end. I actually know a woman, a woman named Donna who's got a wonderful, beautiful story. And she was put or placed herself in hospice, whatever way you want to say it. And she is here today. She is doing wonderful. She's surviving. She's thriving. She's wrote a book. She's all about health and nutrition. And she goes on, you know, interviews and, and, and things like that. And she, I think she's traveled the States telling her story. And I'm 
privileged and honored to have met her when I did in DC. Hey, by the way, side note, sidebar, guys, I had an interview on a radio station. Yes, yes, you heard me correctly. I had an interview with uh, PHLV, which is short uh, initials for Filipino or Philippines, Las Vegas, Filipino, Las Vegas. So basically, I wrote an article. I think I spoke about that last season. And um, in that article, I talked about being positive and despite your circumstances to remember that the life is good and things of that nature. And a lady read it and she reached out to me on Facebook and she asked me if I'd be uh, interested in being her guest on the radio show. And I was like, of course, you know, any, any time, any chance that I get to do some ovarian cancer awareness, I'm there. And so I was a bit nervous, but I did well. It was, um, it was live stream on Facebook via zoom. However, I'm going to put the link on, um, the description for this episode because you can watch it. Um, there's a link to go. They recorded it. The radio station recorded it and, uh, anybody can watch it. If you got Facebook or I don't know, even if you don't got Facebook, if you don't got Facebook, if you don't have Facebook, um, so it went really well. It went really, really, really well. I was excited. My friends tell me that, you know, I've got a good voice. So, you know, uh, that's another reason I started doing the podcast because people say I have like kind of like a radio voice. So yeah, pretty exciting. And I give God all the praise. I give God all the glory. And I, and when I say that, I don't say it to be sarcastic. I don't say it because I'm being funny or anything. I like to be funny, but when it comes to God and when it comes to all the things that he's done for me in my life, I'm totally legit serious. So I give God praise for the opportunity. And there are all Christians that uh, are on this radio station and they're not out of Las Vegas. The radio station is Filipino Las Vegas. However, um, you know, due to COVID and whatnot, they're all you know, the, the lady that interviewed me, Josie, beautiful lady, they're all co-founders of a Filipino cancer care, kind of like a, kind of like a Filipino cancer society, but I think it's called Filipino cancer care society or organization. And they help people here in America that are Filipino, Filipino Americans, as well as people in the Philippines, um, with helping, um, those that are going through cancer from adults to children. And I think that's so exciting. It's so amazing. So awesome for them to be doing what they're doing. And I think those that are the co-founders are definitely cancer survivors themselves. So Josie's out of DC, uh, Edwards out of, I think Virginia and another person's out of Maryland. And maybe when I didn't get the story right, but I think maybe before COVID-19, they were all out of Las Vegas, hence PHLV. Um, and then when COVID happened, they all went to their respected, uh, states where they live, uh, or where they're from. I'm not too sure. I, I apologize for not getting that accurate or that information for you, but it, it is, it's irrelevant anyway. Thankfully we've got technology and, uh, they're able to do their, uh, live, uh, feeds on Facebook via zoom. And yeah, so I was excited. I had three hosts that interviewed me. And I was told that the interview went really well. And then I was, I was good at the interview. One friend of mine told me I was an outro and that, um, people were, people got inspiration from the interview, which again, glory to God, all glory goes to God. If there's anything good in me, if I do anything good that encourages people, inspires people, motivates people, really guys, it's, it's not me. It's, it's the one who's working in me and that's God through through Jesus, my savior. And I, and I am a Christian and that's what I'm about. And I may not go to church and I may not, um, 
speak like other people who are born again Christians, but everybody has their own way. Everybody has their own personalities and characters and worships God in the way that they feel it's best for them with their spiritual relationship with God. So yeah, I might say glory to God, but I'm not like everything I talk about is, you know, has to do, you know, with praise be to God after everything I say, you know, because I know my heart, God knows my heart and people know I'm a Christian and, and we go from there. And I, and I, sometimes I get angry. Sometimes I get passionate. I know if you've been paying attention, I get really, really, really passionate about all the things that I have to share here on this, uh, on this podcast. And I hope to share a lot of things in season six. We are going on, give me a second, give me a second. So we've got 18, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, I to remember. So we'll have 23 episodes this, uh, in this season. 23, which was the age, um, which was, it, it stands for the age, for 23 is, well, 23, because when I, you know, 23, what was significant in my life when I was 23. So at the age of 23, I was living in Austin, Texas. I'd left Hawaii, thought I was kind of falling for this one person and that I met in Hawaii. And I thought, well, you know, it'll be easier for us to kind of stay in touch. And this was before technology is what it is today. So definitely probably would have been different if we would have had technology like we have today, but our relationship didn't go anywhere. I mean, person lived like two States away and, but I thought, you know, two States away is better than being on the other side over in Hawaii. So, and, and I had to move because I, uh, I was given only 90 days um, to ship my stuff for free back to America, uh, back to the States. So it kind of met my needs, but sometimes I do wonder what it would have been like to live in Hawaii and to still be in Hawaii and be doing a podcast in Hawaii. But then again, maybe I wouldn't be doing a podcast in Hawaii because maybe I would be, you know, having to work three jobs to live in Hawaii. So anyway, you know, we, we, we can only uh, go forward. We can't go back. So I moved to Texas, lived in Austin, Texas, lived with my sister, in fact, because she said, Hey, um, come come check Texas out, uh, Austin out, come live with me and see what it's like. And and I really did like Austin. Like, how can you not like Austin? And this was in circa 1994 guys. So, um, I think I turned 23. Yeah. 23. Yeah. Turned 20. Yeah. I turned 23 just like a month after I got to Austin and it was, it was really a great time. Uh, I worked for a retirement home, very ritzy retirement home, got to meet uh, a lady that was like the right side woman to uh, Lyndon B. Johnson. Um, uh, that was the president way back when, for those that are really young and don't know that name very much, unless you're thinking about like the Lyndon B. Johnson freeway or highway. <laughs> but anyway, she, she was amazing. She looked like um, a young, you know, there was a portrait of her that was, that was drawn and she looked like Elizabeth Taylor, you know, when she was really young. And and she had Alzheimer's. And so I was a personal care attendant for those in the um, personal care attendant for those that needed extra help, whether or not it was dementia, Alzheimer's, or just simply because they needed somebody to help them shower, uh, put them in a wheelchair, dress them, even if they didn't have Alzheimer's or dementia. It was a really rewarding, rewarding job. But at the same time, I was so young and I can't, there was no money in that. So I ended up getting a job at the airport, which I had already done in Hawaii, working as a pre-board screener, which is what they called them before they became TSA. And uh, so I was working there and then I was working at the retirement home. And then I 
met a correctional officer at the airport and uh, he was um, transporting an inmate. And I thought, wow, that would be kind of a cool gig to try out. And I got into corrections in 1994 and uh, worked for the private sector, for the private corporations. Um, and that was a good, I, I did really well. And, you know, I'm 5'11 and confident and, you know, just pretty fresh out of the Navy. So um, it was a really good experience. And, um, but, you know, I wanted to explore other avenues of jobs and stuff. I, I trust me, guys, I've had a lot of name tags. So I went and did security. Um, well, yeah, I did security and was licensed to carry a weapon. What then? And so the 94, 94 was, uh, 23, 94 was when I was really kind of like learning what it's like to be a civilian again, because I had been in the Navy for four years. So in being home again and, you know, realizing that I have all had all this independence and, and now I'm back home and around my mom and my family. And I just was trying to learn to adjust and adapt to being back home. Um, being in the way, yeah, being free in a way, because, you know, in the military, you're always subjected to, you know, their rules and regulations and things like that, which I didn't mind. The Navy was a lot easier than the Army, and I'm going to talk about that in a couple more seasons, but I did enjoy Austin. I did enjoy, I did enjoy the Hill Country, that's what they call it, um, and sometimes I wish I would have stayed there, but <sighs> hopeless romantic, and I ended up falling in love and moving to another city. But that didn't happen until I was 24, so we're not going to talk about that. Um, let's see. Um, moving on. So, yeah, that's why. Basically, guys, that's why we're going to have 23 episodes that is, rep, uh, you know, representative representative, uh, representative of my 23rd, 23 years on this planet. Um, let's see. Yeah. Uh, I got a couple more minutes because I thought I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. Um, hold on. Hey, guys. Sorry about that. Uh, my friend that uh, came from out of town to visit me arrived a little bit earlier than I thought he would. Uh, or was going to rather. So we ended up chatting and, you know, catching up. I hadn't seen him probably in about three years. His name is Matt and we actually met in Saudi Arabia. He's a Texan and it's crazy that, uh, that we've known each other going on 12 years this year. Yeah. If my math is correct, 2009, 2010, then add the one and another one. And yeah, this year, uh, Christmas time will make 12 years. Really cool guy. Amazing. He's, he's become more than a friend. He's like a brother to me. And I'm very grateful that he came to visit me. Um, and I, I know it was very important for him to, to do that while I'm going through treatment. He actually got both his shots, so don't worry. I mean, I was in good hands. He got both his shots, uh, shots being the vaccination for COVID-19. And um, yeah, it was just really amazing to catch up with him. And I'm very, very grateful for the friends that I have and the friends that have remained in my life. 
And although I think I was going to talk about something else before I let you guys go, I wanted to say something that we talked about. uh, And I've talked about that in episode five about losing friends um, in life. Um, And I lost a really good, two good friends that I thought were like family to me um, this past year, year and a half. One I lost uh, because not to death, mind you, but to just life. And one I lost because we just, she's older than me and we come from different backgrounds in a lot of ways because of our different in, difference in age, but in, in, in our difference in race and what we've both gone through. And I'm, I'm, I'm ignorant at times. I, I admit that, that I have ignorance that I'm, can be ignorant at times. And I do try to learn from my ignorant behavior or past behavior rather to try not to do it again in the future, but I'm not perfect. And I don't, I can't say that I'm not going to make a mistake again in the future that I might say something or do something that's ignorant and ignorant in the sense of not having an understanding of what other people are going through or what other people have gone through or things that we used to say or grew up learning to say, or, you know, kind of like sayings that are stupid and ignorant. And I said something that was very ignorant and my heart's intentions were not to offend or upset this friend of mine that I had a lot of, that I've always had a lot of respect for, even though we didn't always see eye to eye. Um, But at the same time, I know that my friend was somebody that I kind of walked on eggshells for because I didn't want to upset her by everything I said because there were times where I felt like she'd get easily upset upset or offended even though there was nothing that I felt like was truly worthy of being upset or offended I'll admit when I make my mistakes I'll admit when I've done something or said something that's ignorant or stupid or just you know foolish But when there's things that I don't say or have to feel like I have to walk on eggshells to not offend or upset this person, I feel like I'm not being my true self. And I don't think that's healthy for friendships. And I think that's why I decided to stay away. That's why I decided to um, give them the respect that they, you know, they put it in my court and I decided not to continue on with that friendship. And I miss her. She was like a big sister to me and I love her and I'll always care about her and I'll always wish the best for her and want her to just be a happy, happy, happy person and have a really long life. But at the same time, it's been almost a year now and I don't know, I just, maybe I feel like I I made the right decision. And I think if they also valued our friendship and really wanted to work on our friendship that they would have also reached out but this person is is very set in her ways and she put it in my ball court and so I ended up making the decision not to pursue that friendship anymore and again I love her I miss her at times and I wish the best for her but it's just sometimes it is what it is and I'll cherish the times that we had together. And when I look at my friend, you know, on my Facebook, I look at pictures and memories and stuff of our times together. And I'll always cherish those times that we had together. And then it's the other friend that I uh, lost at the beginning of this year. Again, not to death or anything like that, but just lost as, well, she, she backed away. She chose to 
not communicate with me, even though I was always open with communicating with her. And she was the one friend in, a, in never in a million, million years that I think that she'd ever um, walk away or back away at a time such as this when I lost my cat, I lost my mom, had to have cancer removed, and now am going through cancer treatment and going through cancer for the third time. She was just the last person I ever expected um, to do that. If somebody was to say, hey, would you think this person would ever not be there for you? I would say, no, never, never. That's that's a friend for life. That's my BFF. And I've known her for 25 years and never in a million, never in a million years would I ever think that friend would not be there for, for me, nor would I not be there for her. I think she would say the same. So for that person to do exactly that and not, not communicate with me, why, you know, just to ghost me, and I, again, I said this in season six and the re, or season five, but the reason I'm bringing this up is because my friend and I were talking about it and it, and it kind of just was like a hit. It was a sore spot because it's kind of like sometimes friends and family back away from you because they don't want to lose you because they think that you're going to die and that they're going to lose you. And I feel like that's very, very, very selfish of them for somebody because they're, what about the person that might die? What about how they're feeling? What about what they're going through? You got to put your selfishness aside. This is what I believe. Put your selfishness aside and be there for them because you love them and you're their friend or you're their family or you're their friend that's like family and be there for them. You know, yeah, you're going to hurt and yeah, it's maybe scary and yeah, you don't, you're scared of how you feel about this person possibly not making it but it's about them. It's about what they're going through. And I just don't see how that's excusable, if you will. And so I, um, Spunky said, Spunky said, hello, by the way, she's doing well. She did so well with my friend over. She actually liked him too, but at any rate. And so when we were talking about that, he's like, yeah, I know it's, it's not fair or it's not right or it's not good, but sometimes people don't know how to handle death. They don't know how to handle people that are sick that could possibly die. And it's not necessarily right or good, but it's life. And I've always been somebody who says that, you know, it's just life, hope. It's just life. I say that to myself and I say, I've said that to my students. And as much as it hurts and it, it, it has hurt me, more than I'd like to admit, but because I'm going through what I'm going through, I really just don't have time to allow myself to, 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 to fully acknowledge how much it does hurt because I'm going through what I'm going through and I've just got over shingles and I don't want shingles to come back. And I just, you know, it's hard enough that I cry so much those moments when I have those moments of missing my mom, like today, it's such a beautiful, it was such a beautiful day. And I just wanted, you know, for a second, I just thought about calling my mom and it hurts my heart. So I, I just, it's, I have to deal with that of from time to time crying very a lot in, in from missing my mom and missing my mom that I don't have time to think about other things that hurt me or that could, that, that have hurt me because I don't want to risk getting shingles again ever. Like, no, thank you. And I don't want to um, put myself in a situation where, you know, I just, I'm not strong enough to fight this chemotherapy that I'm going through. So yeah. 
So that was what we talked about. And I thought I'd share that with you guys for this 10 minutes. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's all I got for you guys today. Thank you for tuning in. As always, welcome, welcome, welcome to season six, guys. I hope whoever you are, wherever you are. that you're doing all right, that you're staying safe. And I'm going to talk about this again when I talk about politics, but stay safe, wear your mask, social distance. This virus is not gone yet. And I hope you consider getting this uh, vaccine. Until next time, guys, this has been Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope. I'll see you on the flip side. God bless you and have a wonderful, wonderful Easter for those who celebrate Easter. God bless. Bye-bye.